We'll do a compilation video of it and we'll post it on our Facebook compilation page. Compilation video? Yes. Wow. If Tony so. did a suck, I would say he's learning big words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. Okay, Joe Collins, hater alert would be for you, but it's going to go to Tony because Tony sucks. Jesus Tony Christ. Sucks. I, don't, I just don't see it with Walter. That's because you suck. No, no, <laughs> no. I'll shut this shit down. <laughs> I know what I just said. Did not make sense for me to put him in the book for his booger beard. But no, that, that's, that's a whole different Same thing. Story. All right. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV. Episode number 199, doing fine. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Nitty Gritty. Tony sucks. What the fuck is that? That's fucked up. And the third wheel, Rick Serrano third. Tony sucks. Jesus Christ. I see a theme here. And, uh, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Tony sucks. What the Tony fuck? Sucks. Sucks. Tony, Tony sucks. sucks. Tony sucks. Tony sucks. Tony sucks. Why? 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 Where, where are we going at with this? Um, what happened? Because you suck. I mean, it, they, there was a sign on SmackDown. <laughs> I did peep that. Was that you guys? Did you guys set that up? <laughs> that was not us. That's for sure. Sons of bitches. The people. Well, somebody don't like me on the show, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Oh, well. All right. Um, how, how are y'all guys? How, how are you guys? How are y'all guys? <laughs> I mean, I'm excited, man. 200 um, is right there. 200 episodes is right around the corner, folks. 200. That's a lot. That's I a know, lot. Huh? And uh, apparently we got um, some guests. Um, they won't be on the show, but, uh, they were kind enough to, uh, send videos to us. Um, I don't know who they are. The president knows who they are. Um, and, uh, according to the president, these people are fans of the show. Fans of yes. the show. And he even said that one particular wrestler particular. <clears throat> is currently a WWE champion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's huge. That's a lot. Huge. And, and and he said that uh, and this is what the president told me. He said that the 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 um the wrestler went out and did this uh promo for us behind WWE's back. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, he said he said he, he was like, "Hey, you know what? It is what it is and uh I'm going to do it because I I like the guy's show." So, uh, we also got some former, I heard uh, some former WWE talent, and um, one, uh, another clue that he gave me, one of them is, was uh, at in, in Lucha Underground, so that'll wow. be interesting, and um, yeah, so we'll see, we'll look forward to it, and then like I said, for our 200th episode next week, uh, you know, we'll play the uh, sound bites from them, and uh, we'll get all excited, and then we'll post the video. 
uh, we do a compilation video of it, and we'll post it on our Facebook compilation page. Compilation video? Yes. Wow. If Tony so, did a suck, I would say he's learning big words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that being said, uh, let's do a show, shall we? Yes. All right. So now uh, on to the Facebook poll and hater comments of the week. And this was, I had to put this up. I'm sorry. It's just because I'm like, uh, just like everybody else, what's in Eric Rowan's damn cage? Um, before I read these funny ass comments, <laughs> do you, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on what is in Eric Rowan's cage? You know, I don't know if I had a guess. It has to be like a rat or something, right? Like, uh, what else could it be? Uh, Bad News Brown did that years ago. Yeah, I understand, Tony. It's, I understand. It was dumb then. It's go- it'll be dumb now if Is they do that. Is it a sheep? That. A lamb? He was the lamb. He was, yeah. Mimi, what do you think's in it? I think it's Bray Wyatt's head. But Bray carries his head. That's the old Bray. He, he, he's already doing that. I found it interesting, though, how on SmackDown uh, they referenced it. Yes. So that kind of that was interesting to me. So I mean, what do you think besides Bray's head? A chinchilla. There you go, a chinchilla. All right. So Josh Sanders, he said he posted a gift, and it was Al Snow's head. <laughs> what does everybody want? <laughs> uh, Daniel Fransky Seschioni. Uh, Danny, get a new last name. <laughs> he posted a gift of Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> oh, ha, 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 ha. oh boy Cody Herbert said the revivals release papers that's funny that is funny um, Anton Hoffman put up a gift of the pound puppies oh my goodness I remember those <laughs> Jesus uh, and then um, Alex Miller posted the gift of marijuana <laughs> I mean of course I replied with Ofo show <laughs> uh, Joe Marcy the second. He said Luke's Harper's career. Oh, Damn. Damn. Cold. Ian DeMar said Miguel Cole. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> that ain't, that ain't, this is I'm here. How am I in the cage? Come on, guys. Stupid. <laughs> Daniel Coles, he said his WWE release. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, Christmas said the damn stuffed animal. Um, Todd Smith, look at this. This guy knows his shit, just like I just said it. He said, bad news, brown swamp rats. See? See? I'm not the only one that knew that shit. And, uh, Nick Me, he said dildos. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Oh, Lord. Yes, that would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they uh, put it on the dashboards on the cars? Yeah. <laughs> All, over the place. all right, so here's some more. Um, I'm not going to read all the names, but I'm just going to go really quick. Uh, Great Creative is one. A title is the other one. Baby Yoda is another oh, one. Damn. A Walker's Head from The Walking Dead. Ooh. A snake or a rat. Something to shave that nasty ass, someone wrote. Uh, <laughs> Joe Collins, I think we have. We might have to put this one in there. He said, uh, Bronze Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Joe Collins. Joe Collins. Man. Um, Joe Collins. Joe Collins. Wow. Uh, what's left of his dignity? <laughs> Tweety Bird. 
His lunch. Rey Mysterio's mask again. A python. Sister Abigail. A failure. <laughs> a, a failure of a gimmick. <laughs> Damn. Harper's career is in this again. Enzo tied up uh, like a turkey with an apple in his mouth. <laughs> Nyla Rose. Damn. A bald Daniel Bryan. Uh, wow. These people like kind of pretty nasty. But that was a, that was one that was funny. I'm not gonna hunt it down, but it was so funny. Um, <laughs> Paul Anthony, he goes, and his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ryan Go, he says, the push he should have gotten over the years. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Tiffany uh, Bassner was very creative. She said, nothing. There's nothing in that damn cage. <laughs> uh, May Young's hand. <laughs> Ew! All grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Little Jimmy, someone said. Oh, uh, baby Goat. <clears throat> Vince McMahon's brain. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> a hairless cat, his wrestling career, a mini Eric Rowan, a coon, a cat, a rat, a human head, or brain, or a heart, <laughs> skulls of his enemies, WWE action figures, a Texas rattlesnake, a hairless dog named Luke Harper, <laughs> yo mama, someone put, <laughs> and finally, Trump's hair. <laughs> oh my god. You're disgusting. That was you know, absolutely disgusting. I am a Hall of Famer. You do not Fake talk news. to me like that. <laughs> do you know who I am? No, no, actually we don't. <laughs> Some kind of president I heard. Something like that. All, right. all right, so that's it. That's all I got for that. That, that was pretty entertaining. That was very entertaining. So I think, uh, who, who was the name again? Joe Collins? Joe, Joe Collins. Collins. Joe Collins with that comment, brother. I mean, but... I want to put him in, but it was good. It was good. So it wasn't like a hater thing, but it was just good and it was funny. So, but we're still giving it to you. So do the honors. Okay, Joe Collins, hater alert would be for you, but it's gonna go to Tony because Tony sucks. Jesus Tony Christ! Sucks. Wow, I, I, I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, what are we doing? You want to do uh, news? Well, we got we the, the match. Of the, we got the match of the year polls. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. You know what? Since we're gonna go there, Rick, explain it. All right, guys. So we have our match of the year matchups coming up at you every week. For the next couple weeks, we're going to be putting out polls where you guys, the fans, get to vote on which matches are the match of the years. These matches were selected by us, yours truly, the Wrestling POV crew. And we put them in the vault. We opened up the vault. And we released all eight matches. (laughs) A little late, Miguel. I'm sorry. And we're going to just put all these matches head-to-head, randomly selected them to go head-to-head. So, our first matchup was... The men's war games match. Team Ciampa versus the Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne and Volter for the UK Championship. Um, You know, know, not to cut you off, but a lot of people really like Walter. Yeah. I don't see it. Yo, listen, you didn't see Lee either. That's true, too. That is true. (laughs) That is true, too. But I'm still... uh, Granted, it was a good match. I ain't going to take that away, but... I don't. I just don't see it with Walter. That's because you suck. No, 
No. No. I'll shut this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, but listen, honestly, when it came down to it, the men's war games and Pete Dunn and Walter, honestly, I voted for Pete Dunn and Walter. I really like it. I love Listen, first of all, Pete Dunn is the cat's meow. He got everything, all right? I love the joint manipulation. I love it all. Uh, Walter is a anomaly. You don't think that's getting to be too much, though? No, because it's only his. If other sure. people were doing it as much as he does it, then I'll be like, all right, you know what? That's a little bit too much. But because it's very right. unique towards Pete Dunn, listen, it wasn't unique 25 years ago because people were doing that. You know, that 30, <laughs> 40 years ago, that was the thing to do yeah. in England. But it's old school. It's It's... It's unique at this time, so I really right. love it. The men's war games, I've seen war game matches before. You know, yeah. it wasn't Yeah, but it this, wasn't this, this one, But that one was like the first one done in years. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. years. So for them to bring that back and everybody, you know, like especially like uh, the newer generation of wrestling fans who's never seen it, you know. To actually see a war games match where it's two rings and then the rule da 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 and it, man, it was I thought it was good. I think I voted for the war games match. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So maybe what, what were your thoughts about Pete Dunn and Walter or the men's war Walter. games? I I actually voted for it was hard decision, um, but I w- voted for the war games match. All mm. right. Well, you know what? The fans agree with you. And the fans have voted for the men's war game. 75% wow. to Pete Dunn and Walters, 25%. So that means the men's war games match will be advancing to the next round. And then wow. we had our second matchup uh, for match of the year candidates. We had the women's war games match going mm. up against Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. Now, Tony, this was one of those matches that you suggested Io, uh, Io Shirai and Candice yeah. LeRae to go into match of the year. Yeah. What did you vote for this? Honestly, I voted for the women's <laughs> uh, war games match. <laughs> it was better. I mean, come on. You know, they made history. You know, I mean, even though I love the that other match, this one I liked a little bit better. So, yeah, that's right. where I'm going. Mimi. Yeah, I, and I have to agree with Tony. Um, this was also a hard one to choose. The fact that the women's war game match was a tad bit better than Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. I what? went the war game match. All right, and you know what? This wasn't difficult for me at all. <laughs> I w- was never for Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. Uh, the women's war games, this, now listen, I said I've seen war game matches before, but this is the first ever women's war games match. I just yeah. thought... It was so good. I love the storytelling. It had everything. Mm-hmm. It was. It had it all. I went with the women's war games match, and the fans went with the women's war games match as they won seventy six percent to twenty four percent. So the women's war games match will be advancing. And now next week, you're gonna see two more matchups with our final four teams. Final four uh, matches. You have Gargano and Cole from mm. NXT TakeOver 25. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas from SmackDown oh, Live in wow. January. We have uh, the War Raiders versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. And mm. then we have Pete Dunn versus Adam Cole, baby, from Survivor <laughs> Series. Wow. So it's going to be hectic. It's going to be chaos. And then the four winners 
We will again randomly select their matchups and we will advance them and we will release the match of the year on our December 28th episode. You don't want to miss that. Can we get into some news now, Tony? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. Sure. I'm waiting Rick, for you to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> A little premature. I'm sorry. Um, John Moxley turns 34 years old. Wow. Happy birthday, John Moxley. Yeah. 34 you know, you 44. Know, that is true, man. But you know, he kind of looks like Dean Ambrose, don't you think? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I can see why you say that, but yeah. a little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then our last <laughs> birthday. Yeah, his, his promo is a little bit better. Yeah, um, sure. Our last birthday goes out to a guy that really put wrestling POV on the map, I have to say. I think. Without his promo, his uh, his interview, I feel like we wouldn't be going on to 200 episodes right now. And that is Adrian Street, the exotic wow. one, turned 79 years old. Wow. That's it? Dang. Yeah. And he's still jacked. <laughs> yes, he is. Still jacked. And yes, and, and, and those that are new to the show, Adrian Street was one of our first interviews that we had. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know who Adrian Street is, the exotic one, um, I think he put uh, flamboyancy in wrestling. You know, yes, he, he he's one of the pioneers that put flamboyancy in wrestling besides Gorgeous George. Um, it was him. You know what I'm saying? And he took it to a whole other level by yeah. doing what he did. Interesting interview. I loved the interview when he was t- when he was talking about uh, the Macho Man, how he beat the yep. shit out of him, mm-hmm. and uh, that was so that was fun. So if you want to go back, go way back to our single digits, yeah, to our single digits <laughs> episodes, go check it out, man. You know, it's pretty it's pretty cool. It was a yeah, good, you know fun what? interview. Yeah, it was definitely a great interview. He uh, even talks about what he would have done if him and Ric Flair ever went toe to toe. Yes, that's right. So yeah. you don't you you want to check that out? Adrian okay. Street, Absolutely. happy birthday, brother! Happy birthday. All right, let's get into the wrestling news from around the world. All right, and Mauro Ronaldo has returned to NXT. Yes. And I, I know we mentioned it last week about him and Corey and all this beef. Uh, but one thing that was released after all that uh, was from Booker T. And uh, I love what Booker T said. Booker T was, he's a big fan of Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah, and he was is. just very adamant of getting him back to his job. And But Booker T did say this. He hated ribs. He didn't like people joking on him and everything. Mm-hmm. He said, listen, you can rib me. But if I find out who it was, I'm yeah. going to kick your ass. Yeah. So, he really wanted to let people know that. And then he just said, yo, Morrow, get your ass back to work. <laughs> like, basically, and, and he just was giving support to Morrow, just saying, listen, man, we need you. We miss you. Uh, don't don't let this crash you. Don't let it bring it down. And, and you know what I have to say? Because of that, I want to take Booker T's Booker Beard out. Because this man, <laughs> out of the book, I just feel like okay. that was very yeah. honorable and, and very nice of it of Booker T to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna do it, something it, nice for Booker. And- yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do something nice for Booker. Yeah, sure, take him out of the book. What are your <laughs> thoughts about Booker T, Tony? Well, no, I mean I've always liked Booker T, you know, because he was real. 
You know, he never played into the racism shit. He never played into the, you know, oh, they never pushed me because I'm black. He never did any of that. Nope. But what he did was change the game. Okay? He worked hard, did what he had to do, didn't put no blame on himself. You know, or I mean, sorry, he didn't put no blame on others for his own success or failures. He did it himself. Mm-hmm. You know, if he failed at something, he went and changed it himself. He didn't blame anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And for him to achieve what he achieved, that's huge. To be from a, a pretty decent tag team, because he was in a really good tag team in the Harlem Heat, to going off solo and accomplishing what he accomplished, and then going on to the broadcast team and then doing all this, a two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, I respect a lot of things that he says. And when I, I find it sad that when he does voice his opinion and trying to give pointers or tips or advice to the younger generation and then he gets called an Uncle Tom for it, nah, that's that's no, no, that's not right at all. And 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 just and just for argument's sake. People, I know what I just said did not make sense for me to put him in the book for his booger beer, but no, that, that's that's a whole different thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Teddy Hart was released from MLW. I heard. Uh, do we see him in WWE, AEW, or is he just going to venture that, off into? He's the, a loose cannon, just like his dad. Is. So, I mean, I uh, man, I do not know. Um, I know Marty Scroll got released from Ring of Honor. Yeah. And, uh, of course, every, they hear that, and they hear Brian Pillman Jr.'s being released. So, out of everybody's mouth says, oh, he's going to AEW. You know? <laughs> Stop. Um, I don't know. I mean... I think with Vince, he loves to bring in second generation or third generation stars in and give them a tryout and see how they worked out, work out and, and go from there. But I don't know. I think he's going to go where the money is. Um, people like Brian Pillman Jr. and Marty Skrull. Uh, I've always said this. To be on WWE always ups your value. I don't care who you are. Yeah. And I don't care, you know, and people say, oh, WWE sucks. No, they don't. I mean, because they've been around for ages and ages and ages. Um, and you still watch it because you know it sucks. They all, <laughs> st- they all still watch it. That's just the thing, you know. And, you know, yeah, granted, you know, I support all wrestling, by the way. You know, AEW is the same. Um, but I cannot say right now that AEW is on the same level as WWE. You know what I'm saying? So, as a former wrestler, like, if I was in their position, and to think, okay, um, like, let's just say they both reached out to them, AEW and WWE, I would go for WWE. Not just because I'm a WWE guy, but I have to look at the logic of it of, okay, this will up my value, number one. You know, if it doesn't work out, boom, I can leave, but I still got my my value just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go to AEW, and then again, you know, I have my concerns with AEW. If I say, yeah, I'm going to go to AEW, but I'm going to, I honestly, deep down inside, I'm going to feel like I'm in competition with the Young Bucks, Cody, Chris Jericho, um, and Kenny Omega, the owners of the company who's always on TV every Wednesday night. You know what I'm saying? Am I going to get a chance to be on TV because those guys are always hogging up the spotlight? 
Probably not. I mean, I probably show up because I'm the main, you know, I'm the newest signee. But then, what's going to happen after that? At least with WWE, they know who I am, and and I, I'll get more TV time. So now I got to just make sure that they put me on TV. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for me, I would say I would go to WWE, and and I think if WWE is going to pursue any one of them, I think they would they should go for Brian Pillman Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would love to see a Heart Foundation kind of thing. I would love to. They, but they need Davey Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. And they got to bring him back. Let it happen. Yeah. Um. With that being said, MLW also signs ACH, oh. formerly known as Jordan luck, Miles. Um, you know, this also came out about uh, Jordan Miles saying why he came at Jay Lethal. And it's because uh, one time Jay Lethal slapped him in the face because he used the N-word too many times so then Jordan Miles slapped him back and took him down DK and uh, <laughs> everybody was telling him to apologize uh, and he refused to apologize to Jay Lethal because they said to apologize it's for your best interest and mm-hmm. he refused to apologize so uh, that's the whole scuttlebutt about why he brought up Uncle Tom mm-hmm. and uh, Jay Lethal wow so, yeah MLW good luck yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to need it. My last bit of news is pretty good news. Jessica Carr, the first female ref to be on the main roster. So congratulations yeah. to her. Right. They did a little special thing for her after NXT last week, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's all I got for the news. All right, on to rumors. I got a bunch here. Current the TLC plans, because I've been bitching about this all week. Calls for Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in the stipulation match, which we'll discuss later. And uh, this one, like, threw me off. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair challenging for the women's tag team titles. Come on, exactly. man. Seriously? Exactly. Um, WWE is considering two options for Brock Lesnar's op- uh, opponent on at WrestleMania. You guys want to take a guess on who? Who? Uh... The Big Thank Show. Velasquez. Yeah. Uh, one is, because you read my notes. One <laughs> is a rubber match with King Velasquez. The other is Tyson Fury. Fury's considered more likely if he wins a planned fight with uh, Deontay Wilder uh, to claim the boxing's uh, WBC heavyweight crown. So if Deontay lose or if Fury beats De- Deontay Wilder, then I guess they're gonna they want to go with that. And That's and, stupid. Yeah, so it's going to be a boxing heavyweight champion versus... WWE's wrestling champion. So. That's stupid. Yes, yeah, ridiculous. Now this one I thought was interesting, and uh, I I made sure this was in my notes, and I dug a little deep, and uh, because I thought Rick, you would be interested in this as much as you hate this person. Ooh, yeah. They're saying Seth Rollins in his current run is supposed to be like Bret Hart's run in 1997. What do you think of that? No. <laughs> no. See, the thing is, the problem with that whole thing is this: Bret Hart, mm-hmm. as much as I love him, was never good on the mic. And you know what? Seth Rollins is not that great on the mic either. However, as a baby face, and uh, as a heel, he does pretty good. Uh, He's a whiner. Come on, come on. All right, I gotta give him that. But <laughs> to. Put him as the Bret Hart. That means you got to put a stable behind him. And of course, it looks like it's going to be AOP behind yeah. him. And I They're so. not good on the mics either. No, At least. They speak with, a little, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. With Bret Hart, you had Owen Hart. 
You mm-hmm. had Pillman. You had uh, Bulldog, British who were Bulldog. all pretty good on the mic. So it was mm-hmm. just like, we're just going to have a bunch of whitey guys. Oh, Rollins. Yeah, yeah. And then, Seth Rollins. Like, come on. Do it again. Do it again. So, I don't know. Don't put Bret Hart and Seth. You want to say Shawn Michaels? Go ahead, because I don't care about Shawn Michaels. Don't put Bret Hart and Seth Rollins in the same sentence. So, you don't like the idea? No, no. I hate it. It's a stupid idea. And plus, I didn't come up with it, so it's dumb. It is dumb. Alright, so that's all I got for rumors. Rick. Alright, uh, for injuries, there's nothing out there, so we're good. Yeah, Alright, so let's go on to the hot tag news. Now, basically, the reason why I put this out there and I didn't put it as a hot tag news is because um, I wanted to see what everybody's thoughts were on it, first of all. Second of all, um, it was like a guessing game. Um, but I put it up, uh, but I, I'm going to make it about everybody, Okay. So just bear with me, okay? Now. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. All right, okay. all right, all right. All right, so uh, basically, hot tag news this week is celebrity kids. And not kids, kids like, you know, 8 and 10 years old. I'm talking about older, you know, the older generation now. And uh, should they be getting involved in wrestling or getting in, so to say, or getting a tryout just because of who their parents are? Now, the reason why I, I said this is because I posted a picture, first of all, of uh, a young lady. Um, her name is Arissa LeBrock. If you don't know who that is, and that's why yeah, when I put it on there, I was just like, who is that? And then I read who she, her, who her dad was. I was like, oh, wow, okay. So I wanted to see if anybody else first knew who she was. So I put it on there. I put it on our Facebook page. All right, you want to guess, anybody want to guess who her dad is? Because she's getting a shot at a trial, you know, a tryout at the WWE Performance Center. So I put her picture up, okay? And uh, I I wanted everybody to guess. Uh, Of course, Robert Wilbur, he said, damn, she's thick. Very, very nice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's not what we were asking. (laughs) Not what we were asking. Uh, Chris Myrick, he said, The Rock. And the uh, answer is no. Uh, Josh uh, Joseph Rodriguez, he says, Pipers? No. Um, uh, <laughs> Jerry Webb Sr., he said, Robert Wilbur, because I guess he was replying to him for the Dan She's Thick comment, said, Steven Seagal is going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, everybody else. Uh, now I'm, uh, there was a lot of comments, so but I'm just going to go out with it and say, that it is uh, Steven Seagal's daughter. So if uh, everybody that does not know who Steven Seagal is, Steven Seagal is one of the old school, I would have to say, uh, action stars. Yeah, so basically go to your <laughs> your current blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, like one left. There's and, one left uh, Go to the yeah. 80s action movies and pick that up. That's where you will find Steven Seagal's career. Steven. Back in the 80s. <laughs> Now, Steven Seagal was known for breaking necks and bones and stuff like that in his movies, so he was supposed to be a martial artist. Um, <laughs> uh, through through his uh, acting career, um, he kind of went on a downhill spiral, gained about 100 pounds, and uh, then he lost it so he could become a cop. 
a real life cop, and they did a uh, they did a reality show on him. Um, now, but this is the first I've I've heard of uh, Arissa. Yeah. Um, I don't know why she's getting a tryout. I've never heard her be involved in anything wrestling. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to look at Jungle Boy. You know who his dad is. You know, it's like okay, I I wouldn't like discredit him because he's a good wrestler and he went from independence all the way to where he's at okay so that's the difference with that and that's why i wanted to do this uh, hot tag news because now russian mma fighter uh leoni nations i think that's her name she also got a tryout too now her dad is not related to you know it's not a superstar or anything like that but she was just a, a well-known so basically what i'm getting at is that these stars or whatever why should they be given this break where there's people that started in the indies and this and that trying to catch that break so either one of y'all could take it from there i mean for me i've always been uh a person that says listen if they got the money if they have the power, that's that. Take advantage of it. I mean, right. I would if I was in that boat. Now, if I was the person getting skipped over for those per- people, that that's when I'm gonna be like, oh fuck that. What? <laughs> but it looks Wait. like it though. I mean, seriously. No, it's you, true. But any, um, anybody that's in the, in the independently should be saying, get the fuck out of here. Never f- step foot in the ring, and then you're gonna no. I mean, but at the end of the day, fame and fortune is always going to step yeah. over you. And and that's just the case of it is. And you, and you know what? You know what Vince and everybody else would say to those independent stars that got skipped over? Do better. Yeah. And it's just, it's and that's just, like, you got to get yourself out there. You got to promote, 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 push, mm-hmm. push, push. And that's just the sad reality of things is just some. People are gonna get that door easier to open than than you, and uh, it's yeah. sad, but that's the truth. That's the reality, the reality we live in. Yeah, Mimi, what are your thoughts on it? Well, no, I I agree hundred percent with Rick. You know, it's like um, it's not it's who you know mm-hmm. that it's gonna get you seen on TV or uh, a shot. You know, um, and yeah. those independent people they do have to work harder. You know, and that's mm-hmm. what makes them better. Yeah, but, I mean, you it's gotta, not fair. You gotta, but it's it's cool. not fair. You know, you got, like, I'll throw it out there. Um, Bobby Ocean, you know, he's a really good wrestler. And he's out there, you know, doing his thing. You know, I'm sorry to say I don't give a damn who you are. I'd rather see somebody like a Bobby Ocean who's, who knows how to wrestle and will throw out a good show than a daughter of a famous Semi or is it semi-famous? I would say by now, he's like a C-list, celebrity. a C-lister <laughs> celebrity. You know, no, why? Especially when that person has zero experience. Right. You know, you got Casey Carlisle, another one yeah. who's all over the United States trying to get her name out there, and you got this coming in. I'm and, and I'm not saying anything bad. I'm not saying ill. No, she's pretty. You know, she is a big girl too. So it's kind of like, all right. So why? We, what's going on here? Why? You know, she looks like I'm. Not, I'm trying not to say that I sound disrespectful, but she does not look like she's in shape. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't. And then you know, you got somebody like Casey Carlisle is like busting her ass out there, getting booked. You know, everybody wants to book her, and she's not getting a tryout for anything. That's not right. It's not right. I say it's not right. No, but. No, I- 
another uh, instance, and this is why this was part of the rumors too, you, uh, Tyson Fury. You know, he'd been in the ring one time, okay? One time. Never. It was because of who he was. Was that right? Was that fair? No. You know, no. that's where I'm trying. That's where I'm getting it. Cain Velasquez, yeah. one time, it got a title shot. Yeah. Exactly. It yeah. looked like shit. Yeah. Not but in shape at all. Like but, no, he's not in shape. more titties than me. But <laughs> I do have to say, I do, <laughs> I do have to say, though, with King Velasquez, I, he impressed me wrestling, though. And I'm not talking about the match he had in Saudi. I'm talking about the, the one he did AAA. in AAA. Yeah. I was impressed by that. So I'll, I'll give him that credit. But we'll see where he goes. I mean, he, he's got a bum knee. So I'll let that slide. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. What are you guys' final thoughts on it? Final thoughts is, yeah. listen, man. Money talks. You got the fame and fortune. Who wouldn't take advantage of that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? If, yeah. you, if you, if your dad is able to slip a couple of bucks to these people and get you a tryout, mm-hmm. so be it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also, I don't think she's trying to stay with her dad. I mean, her dad doesn't have a, a good credibility right now. I mean, he has the <laughs> sexual uh, uh, deviancy shit going around and stuff like that <laughs> from his past. Yeah. And she's not using Seagal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's she's, true. She's using her mom's name, so yeah. maybe it's one of those things where you know what she got her. She used her dad's name to get in, but she's not going to use it to uh, right. make a name for herself in her career. Right? That's, well, maybe it, that's it the case. Be because he tried to say that he could beat Chuck Norris too. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, there, there, there you have it, folks. There's your hot tag news. If you want, if you want to discuss more on it, just throw it on our Facebook page at uh, Wrestling POV and uh, throw your comments on there and then, you know, we'll talk about it too, you know. Again, we might make fun of you, but hey, just throw it out there. All right, so before we go on a break, Rick, you got some more news for us for the upcoming year. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Wrestling POV. Thank you, Miguel. (laughs) You are welcome. Um, (laughs) Next week, is our 200th episode, mm-hmm. and it is going to be a star-studded event. But our episode on December 28th, our last episode of 2019, will be the Wrestling POV Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be giving out awards for Match of the Year, Male Superstar yes. of the Year, Female Superstar of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, mm-hmm. Brand of the Year, Moment of the Year, Botch of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Comeback of the Year, and last but not least, yes, the Fan of the Year. Wrestling POV's Fan of the Year. Yes, exactly. We will be releasing our nominees in the upcoming weeks, and we will give out our awards on December 28th, the last episode of 2019. You don't want to miss it, ladies and gentlemen. The best wrestling podcast out there. Wrestling POV's awards in 2019, December 28th. Woo! Damn, that was a lot, Rick. Yes, it was. I mean, also, we should also have host of the year. I mean, but that's unfair. I'll probably get it anyway. I'll I'll get it in the landslide. All right, so with that being said, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. When we come back, we got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. 
Excuse me. It was a burp in there somewhere. Yeah, the, the, that's the host of the year, guys. That's just how I roll. I, I, you know, I'm glad that you recognized. All right, so we'll be right back. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! All right, we're back. That was such a long commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Come on, man. It was. No? Yeah. All right, sure. All right, let's go over uh, raw notes. All right, um, the highest point for me was the very last match. All right, the main event: Humberto Carrillo, Rey Mysterio, and Ricochet um, versus the OC. Um, everything about this match was off the hook. There was a lot of jumping around, a lot of spots, a lot of big spots in this match. And then, what I loved the most. <clears throat> And it's odd because it's starting to grow back on me again. And before it was just like, eh, all right, whatever. But Randy Orton, his RKO out of nowhere. You know, I mean, he's bringing it. Not not that he's bringing it back. He's always done it. But for some reason, I'm like, yeah. I don't know why. Don't know why. (laughs) Seriously, I don't. That was the highest point for me, though. And I gave it a four to close out Raw. The only problem that I have with Raw was just the fact that they didn't announce no damn matches for next week's TLC. Nope. <laughs> Which I'm sure they will now on Monday. But I'm just like, dude, you guys remember you got a pay-per-view coming up in a couple weeks? But, I mean, I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, just to just to be fair, though, I mean, I think this whole program was to set up for it. Um, the lowest point for me of Raw is just the Lashley and Lana getting arrested thing. Though I thought was it was funny, but even the the so-called cop, um, the older guy, he just looked so uninterested in doing it. You know, he was just like, seriously, we're really doing this. You know, um, that now for some odd reason, Vince is he loves this segment. He loves it. <laughs> he loves the storyline, and he's only gonna take it off when he sees people have no interest in it. And I'm like, dude, they, they, they got no interest in it now. Bro, their YouTube clip, that is the always the highest rating Are on you YouTube. Serious? Yes. That is, for whatever reason, it's the highest rating. You thing gotta be Raw kidding me. On YouTube, yeah. Oh my god. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's atrocious. <laughs> no, okay. So, but uh, as an honorable mention, I'm glad to see Eric Young back in the ring against Andrade. Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty cool. I mean, he is another good talent, a wasted talent. Uh, but I heard he's got a different job in WWE where he's like a producer or something like that and giving advice, you know, helping people with the storylines and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm glad he's still at least doing that. Um, Another honorable mention I have to say is, and honestly, I'm kind of intrigued by this, is the whole thing with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and the possible association with AOP. I like it. I'm digging it. I'm glad they're showing AOP as probably one of the biggest and baddest tag team out there. You know what I'm saying? But I want more. They got to do more with it. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion... But just throwing that out there. Overall, I gave Raw a uh, 2.61. Mimi. Well, my highest was also the Umberto Gray and Ricochet. Umberto. Um, I'm getting sick and tired of the Lana and Lashley. I'm sick and tired of the. I don't see it. The jobbing uh, No Way Jose. 
Yeah. And what's up with this Viking raid is fighting another indie people. Yeah. yeah. You know, put them to fight WWE wrestlers. Make them be dominant. Yeah. My overall was a 2.2 for Raw. All right. Well, for me, Raw was kind of hard to get through. You know, sometimes I can't watch Raw live. So it took me a couple days to get through it. Every time I started watching it, I was like, what else is there to watch? And uh, I just noticed that uh, my favorite, my highest rating thing was a three for the Kabuki uh, Kabuki Warriors, right? Yeah, Kabuki Mm -hmm. Warriors defeating Charlotte. Uh, Kabuki Warriors have new music, which is pretty cool. Yes, I love it. Um. I feel like it works for them. And it does. Defeating Charlotte. You know, I was a little upset. I was like, yo, this match is going on kind of long it for a two-on-one. Yeah. But it was an entertaining matchup. And I just loved the way, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, not Carrie Sane. Oscar. Carrie Sane hit the insane elbow yeah. while she had the figure eight on. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, My lowest point was uh, the Viking Raiders defeating the Jobbers. I gave that a point five. There should be no... Reason why they're out there. No. Um, also, another low point for me, I gave a one, was to Allison Black defeating Nice. The mm. problem with this is that Nice should not be having as much offense as he was against Allison Black. Right. If you're supposed to be selling that Allison Black is a monster. So, again, mm. it's just like these moments where, listen, I, I, I get it. You don't want to job out Tony Nice, but Nice was getting a lot of offense in, and he that's was. not how it should be. Yeah. In that moment. Now, do you think that they're trying to do with Allister Black? Like what they're doing with Bray Wyatt, being that he's on SmackDown now, that he won't be on Raw. You think they need a little uh, <sighs> Bray Wyatt-ish in Aleister Black? No, I just think they're doing with Aleister Black that he's just a vicious son of a bitch. That's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. He's going to yeah. hit you hard and he's going to hit you quick. And I, I just mm. think that's that's the thing. that like No one wants to mess with him because he will hurt you. Right. Um. I do have to say, though, Lana's impression of the Mountie getting arrested was on point. <laughs> you remember yeah. the Mountie and Big Boss Man mm-hmm. and the jail match. And Mountie, I'm not going to jail. I don't want to go to jail. So I think Lana did a good job with, I don't want to go to yeah. jail. <laughs> so, uh, but for me, Raw, I gave a 1.8 stars. And it, it took me three days to get through. So uh, that's how it was for me. Um, yeah. BB, it's time for NXT, girl. Yeah. NXT POV, mama mia. Yeah. Um, NXT this this week was not the highest. I mean, I was a little bored. Okay. And I'm never bored with NXT. But my high points, I gave it a 3.5, was a Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley and Mia Young comes and, you know, attacks. And Shayna is... Uh, a beast, but I want her to fucking lose the belt already. I'm sick and tired of Shayna. Why? Uh, it's time, to, time for her to move on. Yeah, it's been over a year. I agree with Mimi. It's been over you know, a year now. Um, um, yeah, I just think it's just one of those things where we need to take the belt off of, of Shayna and move her up. Yeah, move it to the main roster. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree with that. Um, and uh, my low point was the Forgotten Sons. You know, like seriously. My overall was a 2.18. All right. Uh, Well, for me, the highest point was Ciampa Lee and Djokovic defeating the Undisputed Era. I gave that a 3.5. I really loved it. I loved the ending when William Regal came out and announced a triple threat match with Keith Lee, Ciampa, and Balor. That's awesome. Uh, For next week. And then December 18th, they're going to have the title match. 
which is a huge for me uh i agree like nxt wasn't the best but uh my highest point i had to go with the 3.5 for Chapa Lee and Dikshovich, um, <laughs> defeating the Undisputed Era. Um, yeah. I also like that William Regal announced a triple threat match for the number one contender with Keith Lee, Chapa, and Balor. Listen, man, Keith Lee is towering over everybody in this mm-hmm. ring with the Undisputed Era. I mean, yeah. that was just a joke right there. Uh, I agree with you with the lowest point Forgotten Sons defeating Jobbers. Why do they have to establish themselves? Yeah. When they first got there, they were established, and then they continue to do this whole thing. Mm. So, um, yeah, and I agree. Uh, this episode of NXT was not the best, and I do agree that Shayna Baszler needs to lose. And I have to say, I believe uh, Rhea Ripley is going to win the title in a couple of weeks against yeah. Shayna Baszler because of Becky Lynch. You heard oh. it here first. So overall, I gave NXT a 2.25 stars. Tony! Alright, well, for me, the highest point was the uh, Undisputed Era versus Keith Lee and Dominic Dakota Bitch. And, um, you know, Dominic Dakota Bitch. Um, I gave it a three and a half stars. Um, now, y'all gonna hate me on this, but it's my point of view. Um, the, and the only reason why I gave it a 3.5 was because of Keith Lee. Not and then not in a good way, not in a good way. Okay, Keith Lee, his uh, momentum, he's got a good momentum going on right now. In this match, he had too much momentum to the point where he was getting a little bit sloppy. Um, uh-huh. I watched this match twice. I watched it as a fan and I watched it as a wrestler's point of view. And as a wrestler's point of view, he was making a lot of mistakes. Um, and I don't know if it was because. You know, he, he has too much momentum. Kick it back a little bit. You already proved yourself. You already, you're already out there where the boss, the boss even says, I like that dude. I want him, you know, uh, it's already done. So just try to elevate it, but take your time now. Take your time. In this match, I, I'm sorry. I am a fan of Keith Lee, but he was just sloppy. There was a few things he did that I was just like, ah, dude. And then he, botched a couple spots and you know and i can see it in his face he was just like shit you know what i'm saying so that's i mean it would have been a higher rating if those didn't happen but i still enjoyed the match i thought it was good it's just that with keith lee you got the momentum going for you man just just don't overdo yourself don't don't overdo it just do what you've been doing just do what you've been doing and just let and ride that wave until vince is hey bring him up then do it again you know what I'm saying? So, that, and that was my only criticism of Keith Lee. Um, again, yeah, just like with you guys, the the lowest point was the uh, Forgotten Sons. Why are they fighting jobbers? I mean, like you said, they're already established. I think for them, to st- they need to start jumping people now, mm-hmm. jumping them in the back, and then setting things up like that because that's who the that looks like the type that they are. Is that they're gonna jump you from behind and beat the shit out of you? Um, I really don't have an honorable mention in this. Yeah, because you're right. Uh, as far as um, uh, NXT goes, this this was not one of their better shows. So I gave it an overall rating. Of 2.10. Wow. All right. So now it's time for AEW mm-hmm. for the Wednesday Night Delight. Uh, currently, 
NXT is ahead 7-2. to two. Yep. And uh, basically, we're going to go over real quick our AEW high and low points. Um, for me, the high point had to be Pentagon versus Christopher Daniels mm-hmm. and the Young Bucks and Dustin Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara and Santana Ortiz. I gave both a 2.5. I thought mm-hmm. they were entertaining matches. Um, you know, uh, you, Young Bucks get a lot of crap. Um, about calling themselves the best tag team, but uh, <laughs> their matches are entertaining. You can't take that away from yeah, them. Yeah. Um, Sammy Guevara, I still don't see what everybody sees I, in this guy. I don't either. But Santana Ortiz, they're again, they're an established tag team that I enjoy watching fight. Yeah. Um, and my low point for me, I'm sorry, our, our good friend Jer. What the hell? Another wow. list. Um, and I get it. You're trying. I feel like right now he's just trying too much. Yeah. Uh, Jericho is the man at uh, reinventing himself. Yeah. But now you're doing stuff that you already done. Like just stay who you are right now. Like, right. Again, you don't have to reinvent yourself and find new things. Now you're doing this whole French gimmick thing with the le list or whatever the fuck yeah, you say it le, is. Le, it looks like lechon. Lechon. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Lechon. I'm like, what the fuck? So, uh, and, and, and I wasn't for that. And then this guy, uh, We the People, I don't understand what he's doing. He He's just standing there. When is he going to fight? So, uh, yeah, he hasn't. From, yeah. He hasn't. I'm wondering what's going on. For me, uh, and also Jungle Boy getting a title shot. Uh, Jungle Boy has no uh, wins. He ha- he's 0-8 in AEW. Now, I, I know, and of course, the AEW fanboys out there, they were stuck, sticking up the whole situation. They were like, well, it is Chris Jericho's decision. You know, it wasn't because it's like, no, no. Either way, you, AEW is trying to set themselves apart from being like the other companies. Fine. Right. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand, but... To have a per- and nothing against Jungle Boy, by the way, he's a good talent. But did they push him the right way? No, they haven't. And it, this came out of nowhere, right? You know what I'm saying? It came out of nowhere. You know, so no, I don't agree with it at all. I mean, it's just a, another match for Jericho to win. That's all mm-hmm. that all this was. Rick, go ahead. Yeah, and and, and it's just. You you said it. AEW said it. Wins and losses matter, guys. It's yeah. going to be different. The, the champion, as as far as I know, is the champion doesn't get to decide the matches. It's supposed to be the promoter and stuff like that, and the person in charge. So, uh, right. no, I don't like that decision. Overall, I gave AEW one point nine stars. Uh, Tony. Yeah, but what what's your <laughs> AEW? <laughs> <laughs> the um for me. AEW, it was kind of almost similar as NXT. The lowest point for me, I'm going to tell you right now, it was Nyla Rose's match. Uh, There was a lot of things I hated. There was a lot of things I hated about this. Um, The highest point for me, um, there was a few. It was a tie. It was between the Young Bucks match, um, uh, Chris Statlander versus uh, Sheeta. That was a really good match. I was impressed with that. I actually... That should be the highest, but I rated it accordingly. Um, and the Joe Janela versus uh, John Moxley, I only gave it a, a three, only because it was a decent match. But I'm getting sick and tired of seeing this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're not really doing anything with Joey Janela, you know, except for having him lose. He's another one, you know. But then you put him in the main event, right? Didn't make sense. Overall, I gave AEW a two point one zero. Wow. Same wow. rating as NXT. 
Wow. Yeah. Damn. For me, my low point was the Cody promo. Mm. I mean, I gave that a point five. Um, the Young Bucks, Dustin Rhodes, and Sammy Guerrero uh, versus Santana Ortiz. I I gave that a three. Mm-hmm. Um, my overall was a one point nine three for AEW. Wow. Wow. Damn. All right. Uh, every week we vote on which show we think is the best. And currently NXT's up seven to two. Mm. Um, I have to say this week I'm gonna continue that trend. I'm going with NXT. Mimi. Oh wow. Mimi. Oh, oh sorry. I I'm trying to determine because I think they both this week suck. <laughs> um but even though my scores are different, I think AEW was a little bit more entertaining than NXT. Alright. So, so I'm gonna give it to AEW. All right, so now we got a 1-1 one, one tie. Tony, you got to break this tie, Yeah, brother. I mean, for me, it's like they both were, uh, like, equal shows. And it showed that in my ring. Like, I was shocked when I saw it. It was both a 2.1. You know, and I was just like, holy shit. And there was nothing. It was all zeros at the end. So yeah. it's not like I could have edged it out to, to one or the other. Right. They both had identical fucking numbers. Uh, numbers. So I was just like, oh, stuck with it. Um, was it... I don't know. I mean, the highest rating I gave was uh, to NXT, and that was the Undisputed Era versus uh, Keith Lee and Dominic Dakovich. And <laughs> I just, I'm going to edge it out to AEW this week. All right. Wow. So AEW picks up a win. They are down 7-3. to three. Um, Listen, man, AEW got some work to do. Right? We got a lot I of work to can, do. I think we can all agree on that. Um, don't bury yourselves by promising one thing and then going against it. Right. Um, if you're going to do this thing where wins and losses don't matter, we're not going to be upset at you for doing that because that is how wrestling is run. Wins and losses don't matter. Right. So don't say things and then just shortly after just turn your back on it. Right. So uh, that's what we're going to judge it on. So stay tuned for next week to see what we think about NXT and AEW. Plus, I want to make an announcement that NXT and AEW's last shows will be on December 18th as they will be off for Christmas and New Year's. Alright, so you, you're you going to miss a couple of weeks. They're going to have some highlights there for you. Um, I want to announce that Wrestling POV is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com to save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. You don't want to miss out on these great shirts that they have. They got some great hoodies and sweatshirts. They got some hats. They got book bags. They have almost everything but underwear. You don't want to miss out on that. Check it out. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. And don't forget to check out Wrestling POV Global. Every Thursday on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio for free where you can get the legend TJ Logan and the gentleman Elio Canella as they cover everything outside of WWE. Alright guys, it is time for the SmackDown Breakdown! Are you ready? Like that wasn't wow. being said all show. 
I mean, it wasn't said in the second half, so I had I had to say. Oh, oh, sorry. So, yeah, that's true. Tony sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Tony, man. Uh, but mm. I have to say this: SmackDown ooh, brought a little bit of the heat this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I highly enjoyed SmackDown, uh, and I do have to say, and I and I know I, I crapped all over it last week with the whole Bray Wyatt Daniel Bryan having like three segments. However. <laughs> this TV and Bray Wyatt's opening promo was awesome. I thought it was so good. I loved how it got spread out throughout the show. Um, I gave that a four. I just so loved how Bray Wyatt and the, the Miz, whole th- this whole promo was awesome. I love how Bray was saying that he wants to play with uh, the Miz and stuff like that and do the whole Daniel Bryan thing, crossing out his eyes and taking his picture. Damn. The low point for me was uh, Alexa Bliss defeating Mandy Rose. I gave that a 1.5. Uh, for me, it was very sloppy. Uh, there was a couple of moments there. I did enjoy the whole eyelash thing. That was something different and yeah. unique. Um, but uh, Alexa was very sloppy. I, I don't want to blame Mandy at all. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was Mandy. Uh, definitely it was on you Alexa Bliss's end. Mandy. Uh, definitely not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> definitely was uh, more on Alexa Bliss's side of things. So I gave that a one point five. Mm-hmm. Uh, honorable mention the dog food thing at the end. I thought that was cool. Uh, we haven't seen that in a while. That mm. that's all very old school of them. Very old and school. I yes. definitely enjoyed that number one contenders match with the revival Lucha House Party, uh, Heavy Machinery, and Ali and Shorty G. I just thought that match that brought tag team wrestling back. Uh, I could have done without the New Day's commentary though. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Overall, I gave SmackDown a three stars. Damn. Three. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, I, I agree with you, Rick, about the um, Ali Gable versus Lucha um, and the heavy machinery with the Revival winning. Um, I hope the Revival does accomplish what they set out to do is bring back tag team mm-hmm. into real tag team fighting. Yeah. Um, I gave that a 3.5. Um my lowest score, which was not really that low, but it was the Lacey Evans, Haley Jones, um, with Sasha Jobber. coming out and attacking her at the end. Um, it, for me, it, it shows that Sasha and Bailey are nothing but a bunch of punk ass bitches. They got to work together. <laughs> but they're a heel though, so they're supposed to but be doing stuff like that. I understand that, but I didn't like it. Um, and the Drake <laughs> promo with Elias. I also gave that a two. Mm. And your Mandy Rose and Alexa Bliss, I gave that a two because it was very sloppy. Um, and Mandy and Rose's fans ass can... cheek. The only reason why they cheered was her ass cheeks were out. Very <laughs> <laughs> weak. Yeah. I mean, so if, my, it, my overall was a 2.5. I mean, and if, if fans like me and Mimi can notice sloppy wrestling, <laughs> then, then you know there's an issue. Yeah. I mean,. Yeah. You know, because Tony, he'd be noticing these things that we don't really notice. But if we're starting to take notice to it, then you know that there's an issue going on. Yeah. And yeah. on what you said about Lacey Evans, I do have to say, 
I think that was Lacey Evans' best promo ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I think that was a great promo mm-hmm. by her. And that shot that Bailey hit her with was, whoa. If yeah. Lacey didn't get whiplash from that, it was <laughs> pretty crazy. All right, yeah. Tony, go ahead. Right, so, I mean, for me, which I find this a little odd because we all mentioned something. You two mentioned a low points that were different. I'm going to be different also with a low point. Saying that Drake Maverick promo with Elias and uh, and the Dana Brooke thing that was terrible. What the fuck? Where are they going oh, yeah. at with this? You know, I mean, is Dana Brooke a heel now? I mean, why is she siding with Elias and then bringing up Batista with her and, and the Batista thing? And then Drake is married, but then hitting on on, yeah. on Dana Brooke and then a lot. It's like that whole thing was confusing. You know, I, I actually I gave it a one, but. I talked myself into it, giving him a point five now. Um, <laughs> the highest moment was Ziggler versus uh, Roman Reigns. You know, as much as I can't stand Ziggler, he still can do a main event match with oh, anybody. Yeah. And this was an entertaining match. I gave it a three. There was a lot of things going on that I didn't like. Uh, the Lacey Evans, even though this was her best promo yet, and I agree with you, but going up against a jobber for what? To set up for what? You know what I'm saying? For me... Looking at this match with Lacey Evans coming in, I thought she was still a heel. And then all of a sudden she turned it around saying, you know, with a baby face move, which I liked. I dug it. But still, she should have went up against somebody that was a heel that we all know that is a heel. Right. You know, yeah. just to just to make it sent, make it give it more sense. But she went up against a jobber that I don't even know. He she had the fucking the 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 tail going outfit it was stupid um because that was the other lowest point too i but. thought that was not a rose for a second <laughs> <laughs> but it was just i mean overall i mean smackdown was okay it was just like the other two for me um i gave it a 2.16 all right um so now it is time for raw versus smackdown versus nxt currently nxt is up 17 to raw's 13 to smackdown's four and i did the math there are 17 weeks left to WrestleMania. So SmackDown, you need to start winning. Otherwise, <laughs> you will be eliminated within the next couple of weeks. Um, so I'll go first. For me, SmackDown was the highest rated show. I gave it three stars. Uh, then it was NXT with 2.25. And then it was Raw with 1.8 stars. So I'm going to stick with my rating. And I'm going to go with SmackDown this week. Tony. All right, well, I got um, Raw at a high rating at 2.6. Sorry, I'm away from the mind. My notes are further away. And then I gave NXT a 2.1 overall, and I gave SmackDown a 2.16. So according to my ratings, I got it as Raw at a 2.6, then SmackDown, Smackdown. and then NXT. So I'll go with that because, I mean, that the, all three shows are kind of iffy to me. I think the only reason why I'm more interested in Raw is just the whole AOP thing. Right. And I really want to see where it goes. I like the storyline. Especially with Kevin Owens. Now right. that he's getting heavily involved, yeah, I'll dig it. They just need to stay away from that damn fucking Lana and Rusev angle. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll go with Raw. Sure. All right, Mimi. Well, according to my ratings, NXT was a 2.18. Raw was a 2.2. And SmackDown was a 2.5. So I'm going to go SmackDown, uh, Raw, and then NXT. All right. So SmackDown, staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive. alive. Now, you know what, though? This is the first time also that um, uh, NXT was in last place. I know. Yeah. 
This, yeah. yeah. That was I'm, a down week. However, their December 18th show is looking pretty, pretty, looking pretty, pretty good. I mean, they got two title matches happening for the women and the NXT heavyweight title. So... <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, I think Miguel. he's happy that they won. <laughs> Miguel, if we get any kind of if we get any kind of charge on that, you are paying for it. Yeah, with right. your credit card. Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. SmackDown wins this week. <laughs> They have five to NXT 17 to Raw's 13. Um, and also, just to add, Dana Brooke and Elias are now baby faces. Uh, Elias is a baby face now. Uh, just to put that out there. And Drake is Didn't a douche. Sense, though. Yeah. Right. Did not I make sense. It. Yeah. But it won. Oh. So. <laughs> it is now time I'm to open. As a heel. Huh? No, I, I listen. Elias yeah. as a heel, yeah. No, I, I like the pairing. I like I like the pairing of we'll see where they go with and it. Elias. Yeah. We'll yeah. see where it goes. We'll we'll see. You fucking dance. She's off. She can't she can't clap on beat. You know that. <laughs> she gotta go to class. Jeez, that's terrible. She's as bad as Natalia. Let's put it that yeah. way. That's true. All right, it's actually better. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, if you've seen Total Divas, you see that she could she, she can uh, follow moves. Dana, I can't do shit. Listen, man. Natalia is a bully also. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) that being said, it is time for the book. Tony, open it up. All right. For those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we put it in our little book here, and then we go over it just to get a good ha-ha and a hee-hee and a good laugh. That's all it is, just for shits and giggles, and then we read write it and read look at it and still get a laugh and see what happens after that so all right we ready yes matt riddle's chanclas stays uh the bailey's badunkadunk stays cesaro's higher water capris stays nikki's badunkadunky stays now she changed it up though she's wearing spandex spandex instead of the the jeans I like it. Uh, Bobby Lashley's painted on eyebrows. That stays. Red Light District stays because they're going to do it again in next week. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Carmella's acting skills. <laughs> stays. Really? We yes. did say we were going to revisit this because she was on Total Divas. Yes, and I yeah, watched Total stays. Divas. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, she stays. <laughs> uh, AEW fanboy stays only because they fucking still stuck up for fucking Jungle Boy who's 0-8. And uh, y'all are ridiculous. All right, yeah. Doink Mysterio stays. <laughs> it stays. We'll see what he wears though at TLC yes. pay per view. Yeah. Uh, Sandman stays. And uh, Corey Smithers. Yes, he stays. <laughs> it stays. Smithers. Smithers. All right. So uh, I think I guess that's the end of the show. Next week we have our two hundredth episode, people. You don't want to miss out on it, man. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And we got the TLC pay-per-view points game next week. Yeah. So we're going to have action-packed show. You don't want to miss it. But, Tony, I cut you off because you suck. Jesus. All right. So you want to explain to them why? They already know why. Dana Brooke, if you look at it. 
Post it on if the you, Facebook page. And then, uh, if you look at Elias' promo when he's about to spank uh, Drake Maverick, you'll see a sign over Dana Brooks' shoulder that says, Tony sucks! <laughs> <laughs> so whoever that person is, you know, uh, sure, fine. <laughs> All right, so before we close the show, I will play a song from my playlist off my phone. There's a lot of them there. Um, all you got to do is just beat the Wrestling POV Podcast crew. And it's uh, just how we ride off into the sunset until next week for our 200th episode. 200th episode. And we got some good stuff for you. And, yeah, for the, the 200th episode. Show. Yeah, and uh, we got the um, uh, pay-per-view points game. So a short-lived uh, reign, title reign for Josh Sanders. Yeah, he's definitely in, not winning. He's <laughs> definitely not winning. <laughs> so who will remain champion for the end of the year? The last champion yeah. for the year. So. With that being said, <laughs> <laughs> with that oh, being said, laugh. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with and the third wheel, Rick Sorrell III, and our winter. Miguel Coadio! Love, peace, and wrestling, and y'all motherfuckers suck too. We'll okay. see y'all next week. Peace out. Alright, you ready? Yes, sir. Alright. That's a female. Uh, is that. Liv Morgan? It is Liv Morgan. Whoa! You know, I pulled that one out. Woo! Right. Give me another one. <laughs> Damien Sandow! Yes, alright, that was that was cheesy. Oh. Bray Wyatt! Bray Wyatt! It's old, the older one though. The older one. Yeah. It's not the new one, it's the older one. Yeah. I got old real quick. Uh, I don't know, Tony. No, Maybe it goes on to 200 more episodes. <laughs> 200 more episodes and Tony sucks, baby. You think John Cena song gonna play? <laughs> that would have been funny. Or Kurt Angles. That, that actually would have been funny. <laughs>